0: Sven seems equal parts satisfied he got his way, and, well, by the way he's looking around, I can tell he's also a bit apprehensive about the whole situation. But, you know, he's never been on an adventure before, so that must be it. I decide to take some pressure off by adding a little chat to the air. So, Todd should be coming along any time now. He's always saying he's off getting a moonstone, but, you know, he never is. So he'll be back soon, is all I'm really saying. Sven looks at me in gestures as if to ask, what's a moonstone? Oh, it's something I've been... Well, Todd has been looking for me for a while. I've wanted one for Sabrina as a gift when I return. So she has something to... Well, there's a few reasons for it, actually. She's got this stone necklace from Wolfram. Well, you know about that. So first, I'd like to replace that, but also moonstone with the right intention some say it's purifying and that's you know it's helpful for processing difficult emotions with stress comes an unstable mind Sven and you know intuition and empathy take years to develop but with the right help perhaps we can all be a little more patient And inspire each other. Take care of each other. That sort of thing. It's not long before Todd finally joins us. It's about time. Let's get on with your bat self, Todd. Ah, yes. And where are we headed today? A little day trip fun? Does it matter? You've come with me everywhere before, Todd. Why ask questions now? Hold on. I'm confused. Didn't you speak with Denise? Are we not laying low here? The Shard is a no-go. But there's somewhere else Wolfram will never go. The bottom of the world. We can stay there. Wait, who is we? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we stealing this child, Frida? Sven is looking back and forth between us. Oh, please, I'm not stealing. If anything, I'm borrowing. And, you know, honestly, I'd be incredibly surprised if even after a month, Denise notices her son is gone. I hear a whimper from Sven. That was not the right thing to say. Now look, Todd, let's just get out of here, okay? Oh, Frida, please help me out here. I'm trying to understand. I wanna be sensitive to the fact that you are clearly displacing whatever it is, you know, whatever you've been holding on to, your guilt, your shame. Your love for your daughter, Sabrina, I... Shame? You misunderstand me, Todd. I have no shame. Why should I have shame? I made a conscious decision to leave Sabrina. Temporarily. Where she would be safe. Just as I am now making a conscious decision to take Sven. Ah. So tell me again. The logic here? Because the reason you couldn't take Sabrina was the dangerous journey... But now you can take Sven on one? One that is perhaps even more dangerous? Your head's not even non-straight, Frida. And you know what? This is on me. Just for trying to psychoanalyze the psycho. How dare you talk to me this way, Todd? I may be on the run, but I am still your queen. What? Todd shakes his head in disbelief. You can't have it both ways, Frida. Denounce the crown And continue to benefit from the title? Hmm? Unless you're planning on keeping that title. Is that what you think of me, Todd? That it's been on my aim this whole time to overthrow Wolfram for my own gain? Tell me, Todd, how long have you felt this way? Todd holds up his hands in a little defensive stance. Frida, I don't know what you're on about. How didn't I see this before? I'm clearly not on Wolfram's side. He starts backing away from me. And who else have you been calling me psycho to? I come closer. Is that what you told the Duke so he wouldn't compromise with me? Frida, please. and Is that why the moths keep sending me on these wild goose chases? Frida, I've only been here this entire time as a friend and to help you. I'm sure that's exactly what you wanted me to think. And I did, Todd. I ate it right up. But not anymore. Sven, let's go. I take his hand and start speed walking. I will not let you stop us, Todd. Frida, you can't even take care of yourself in this state, much less a child. He's keeping pace right after us, his cape swishing loudly behind him. You wouldn't even be able to take care of Sabrina right now if you were reunited. You need a break, Frida. You can't keep pushing yourself like this. Yes, a break, Todd. Just stay here, right? where my traitor sister and my traitor best friend have already probably given me up. Fuck, Frida. You've really lost it. You're not fit to be a mother. You have lost it, Todd. I'm not even looking back at him. Sven starts crying. Frida, I'm taking Sven back to his mother. He starts to pull Sven away from me. No! I put a void in him. I had to stop him. Stop him from stopping us. Stop him from giving us up. As I lower my hand, Todd collapses. But the look in his eyes, right before he does, shows me I was wrong. The look. It was equal parts. Deep hurt. And pure compassion. Oh no. I fall to my knees, and out of Todd's cape tumbles something. I pick it up Moonstone. <laughs>
1: Будешь сам, Буги мне услышат
2: твоих слов Ильса.
3: You, you would better believe I'm looking up if 5e clerics can learn teleportation spells at this stage, because that is, like, on the table.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, yeah, this campaign was a lot of fun, but I don't really need the rest of you. I'm un- an untouchable god. Bye.
3: <laughs> do y'all ever think about how good hot chocolate is? Hot oh, chocolate is good. I I don't think about it often, but when I do, oh, it's good. Had a good, like, rich hot chocolate with some vegan marshmallows in it recently. Oh.
4: All right, you thirsty nerds, are you ready to play Dungeons and or Dragons?
3: Sure, let me. Just, I'll, I'll finish. I'll will f- finish learning about teleport spells while you talk.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, you no, you you take your time, Laura. Because actually, I'm gonna start with uh, Clear because she just gained
3: so Cock many levels. Sucker, why? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect, Chris?
3: <laughs> right. thing. You you did some bullshit. You need to have consequences. Why can't
5: <laughs> I, like just do it tomorrow or like next
4: week? Chris, if you want to have an easy time, don't make such bold decisions. Just hang out in the back and be like, oh, is it time to fight? For if not, real. Uh, Just
2: be like, I'm pet animals. It's great. It's been working for me. Yeah. Yeah. I get to pet animals and I don't have to talk first.
4: You're the one who decided to be the voice of a generation, Chris.
2: <laughs> I
4: don't think anyone wants to parrot my voice. Um, But so sorcerer levels are actually pretty boring. Is there anything you want to highlight? Are you just really good at magic now and there's not really anything specific you want to go into or one or two things to point out?
5: So, well, I gained seven levels, so there's a lot of levels in there. Uh, You kind of said it, though. Uh, Sorcerer levels are mostly you got another spell. Uh, So I have a lot more spells. I have now a seventh level spell slot uh, up to a seventh level spell slot, I should say. So I have power word pain. Which is basically, I point at somebody, and if they just don't have enough health, they just start convulsing in agony. Oh no,
2: like, I don't like that. That,
5: that one seems kind of dope to have. Uh, I also have, like, mental prison, so I've got some Naruto Genjutsu shit going on, so... That's kind of dope.
3: Remember at the start of the season when everyone was like, "Oh, Claire's a child. Oh, d- d- oh too innocent, too pure. Can't have them being around crimes and things." Howard Pen.
5: Yeah, and then I then I then I took dominate person as well. So, like if people won't do what I ask them
4: to, I'll just make them do it <laughs> with mind control. Clear is so relatable because I was 10 when my mom left, and then I immediately became metal, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, really into just the darkest shit. I watched every horror movie I could get my hands on, like, really greasy old Italian shit that, like, people should not be watching as adults, let alone 10-year-olds. You you would have taken Power Word Pain if you could take the spells at that level. Oh, absolutely.
5: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I actually will get, like, the next part of my... Uh, royal bloodline stuff. If Clear survives until her next level, uh, but generally speaking, yeah, it's so a whole lot of uh, a lot of spells
4: now. So where we left Clear, uh, she had. Blinked back into the the material world, leaving behind the spirit of Amy in the gray, although she doesn't remember that because part of the process of becoming a martyr is losing your short term memory. Specifically, this is like an out of universe thing is I don't want to incentivize self-harm, although that unfortunately did happen. But the idea is that no one will ever think to do that uh, in the future. In a way, Claire is actually at her
5: happiest at the current moment because... uh. She's returned from kind of having a a, a consciousness situation, and Amy, it looks like, has finally done something on this mission.
2: Oh, no.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to refer to the character who accompanies you for the rest of this journey as Belle out of character, even though we all know that uh, Clear will call her Amy in character. Um, Oh, we we can't call her Why Amy or Whammy? (laughs) I don't think we're going to call her Whammy. (laughs) I'm going to call her Whammy now. Okay, it's funny you say that. The clear is the happiest she's been in a while because I was definitely thinking that like she will never again enjoy reading or pancakes. But besides that, it's all coming up clear. She got she's awesome now. She she's got exactly what she wants. Uh, now
5: the ramifications of which will still kind of slowly hit her over her uh lifetime. But you know, right now, fucking, it's like you know I have two knives. That seems pretty cool. Actually, I gave one away, but like metaphorically, two knife <laughs> energy.
4: Yeah, she does have two knife energy. I, yeah, so the scene is you, you pop back onto the, the the layer you were on, this metal uh, planet stretching in every direction. Uh, ahead of you, Belle Wolfram has Amy's dagger, turns back and sees you and freezes up. Because for, for a moment she's like, oh shit, here comes Claire to try to get my daughter's body back. Time to fight. And then you're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm like, oh sweet, you found the hole. Good job. It, yeah, and so after a moment of seeing if this is, like, some kind of trick, she's, like, standing very still, waiting for the shoot job, and it doesn't, and she's like, uh, yeah, yep, uh, yep, here it is, ready to go, everything good? Yeah, I'm glad you, uh,
5: you know, good work. Are you, you know, you don't look like you're blinking as much, so that's that's a good sign.
4: Yeah, she, like, touches her arm and is like yeah i'm feeling pretty solid i think we should stay out of the gray though that's dangerous i think everything's good here and we should stay here well we wouldn't want to go back there unless we need to you know no 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 bad i'm so glad we're here now you're looking very uh energetic and happy very good Eh, i'm fine i want to get to the bottom so let's not waste time oh yeah 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 we have to get we have to get to the bottom and get whatever this is so we can kill the god king our father.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's easy though for clearing her mind to write this off because she's like, Amy has been fucking weird as shit though, so she went off into the <laughs> desert. So <laughs> absolutely in her mind, she's like, yeah, it's just my normal crazy sister.
4: Yeah, her she's been like half sharing her body with this person for days now anyway. It's not even that much of a change from the like losing control and blinking and seeming to forget where she is in certain moments. So yeah, this is easy to write off. Um, and you turn your attention to this hole in the ground, which was – uh, it's actually pretty cramped with pink crystals because when the god king finally found a seam in the ground he could fill with salt, he was only able to pry it open just just enough to slip down. Um, And he's, like, f- basically left it filled with jagged crystals behind him. So it's like, how are you going to get through this? It's not a simple, like, well, the last one where you just kind of jump down. Uh, hmm.
5: I specifically didn't take teleportation spells because they seem cheap. Uh, instead, I would like to cast a spell of mine, though. Um, I want to cast a 6th level spell called investiture of ice oh yeah this is a new one from the book that just came out i believe isn't it uh no this was the elemental evil players companion that came out and i think this was a reprint for it though oh okay so, unless yeah, we're this... trying to sell the product are we getting a kickback from F- wizards <laughs> yeah this is from the brand new uh, players guide book you can pick up right now <laughs> use the code slash dice funk to get yourself a uh, two-month free trial or whatever <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, it's just definitely not from the original player's handbook. It's a very powerful spell. And I, I want to say as you're doing this, uh, is Clear trying specifically due to do the spell? Because in my, my mind, she doesn't actually realize everything that's happened so far. Part of well, the reason all the conduits are like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of got powerful and it's all kind of a blur is because for them, there isn't a single moment. Yeah. It's just, like, after you're trying to do, like, Ice Knife or uh, the Snylock Snowball Storm, and you just fucking Ice Age an entire town or something, and you're like, oh, something's changed.
5: Yeah, I, I, uh, well, so the way sorcerers work is, like, spells are supposed to kind of come to them innately, so I almost imagine it would be something where—I mean, I was about to use this example, it's fantastical, but it literally just happened—it would be like if you suddenly had new arms— And you just instinctively started (laughs) to use them. Like you were scratching your chin with one of your like extra arms. You're like, oh shit, this is, (laughs) this is kind of new. So I don't think it's a conscious thing. She just like was trying to cast a spell. This came out and she's like, ooh.
4: Yeah. So you try to use one of your uh, level six ice spells uh, to clear this salt out of this hole. And suddenly you uh, do this incredible investiture of ice, which you can read for the audience because it's a really cool spell. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, And you just blast uh, a much bigger section of this away.
5: Yeah. So uh, until this spell ends, ice will cover my body, rhymes my body, as they say. Uh, I become immune to cold damage and resistant to fire. I can move across difficult terrain created by ice or snow without, you know, I need to spend extra movement. The ground in a 10-foot radius around me becomes icy and difficult terrain and moves with me. And I can use my action to make a uh, 15-foot cone of freezing wind extend from my outstretched hand and uh, damage creatures that way.
4: Yeah, so basically you go ice mode. You Mm -hmm. totally um, start freezing everything around you, and now you can kind of at will just unleash blasts. Uh, You're like ice super Saiyan at this point. And Amy, like, jumps back because, I mean... Holy shit! I guess Bell, I should be saying, just gets out of the way Whammy, you yeah. suddenly f- freeze the ground, destroy these crystals. You're going sicko mode on this whole.
5: Uh, I like to think there's just a moment of uh, quiet realization as uh, Clear realizes what she's done, and then she's just very excited and she's like, "All right, come on, I cleared the way."
4: Yeah, uh, Bell like hesitantly steps back forward and is like, "Uh, that that's a new one." Yeah, it's pretty dope. I'm awesome.
5: Let's go. We have to kill the God King.
4: Yeah, of course. Let's get it. Let's get up. She's like is like suddenly like holy shit! I have a ringer. Look at this. And as ready to jump down with you, she grabs like the knife, which I have now just completely internalized these knives as lightsabers.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, lightsabers.
5: Why? It's pretty dope.
4: <laughs> In my mind, it's just like the last episode ended with you putting the dagger to your heart and turning it on and just like,
3: you know, zero. <laughs> I, yeah. I like the, the internal <laughs> logic you've just suggested, uh, Austin. I, I like this, uh, this logic you've just suggested that metal is a scarcity and technology is basically unknown. Lightsabers, completely run of the mill. No one bats an eyelid at those.
4: No, li- no, you have to have a rare royal dagger and also be a powerful sorcerer. It's still, <laughs> that's pretty rare.
3: Yeah, everything about this makes
5: sense. I do enjoy that we had a space season where this didn't come up, but we did a post-apocalyptic season and we were like, here's where lightsabers will be a thing. It's,
4: they're not literal lightsabers,
2: No, Gosh, they're lightsabers
5: can... now. I'm going to call it that.
2: Wasn't that basically Sasha's rapier, though?
4: Yeah, Sa- Sasha had a hard light rapier. Yeah. I mean, I guess. What
2: do you mean you guess? It existed. and I had it. I just, yeah. Can we go back to humming in Harmony? Because that was fun.
4: Uh, so, yeah, so Belle, like, turns on her lightsaber and goes to jump in the hole and she's like, let's go cut the God King's balls off!
5: I mean, I'm going for the heart or the brain, because you know that's what kills someone, right?
4: She's She's already excited and running ahead with a very specific kind of revenge in mind that doesn't seem to line up. <laughs> for you for who you think this is but she's gone already she jumped
5: (laughs) go after her. I like to note I'm not turning off the investor of ice I want to be like this uh, semi uh, like elemental deity like figure for a while because I imagine like you almost take like a new form when the spell is active
4: oh yeah and that's going to come in handy on the next layer let me say the fact that you are super saiyan ice right now we'll get back there in a second dope Uh, meanwhile uh Corton has gone through some changes. We need to talk about his character sheet, and uh, we're going to have some scenes where he kind of uh, meets with the other party members and trains with his new body and discusses his stees.
1: Stees. Stees? Conrad, walk me through the character sheet. What's stees? Oh, right. So, yeah, Corton has uh, changed a lot. Um, so, Corton is now Vereen. Um, and I have- Like
2: Ben Vereen?
1: Spelled differently. <laughs> but Ben Vereen is awesome.
4: Alright, and is that what he's telling everybody to call him? Or is he secretly Corton to the party and Vereen to anyone who- He who doesn't want to be Corton too.
3: Just- Is- is Vereen what Corton would want the party to refer to him as when it's just them alone? Uh,
1: no, no, yeah, probably Vereen is- Vereen would probably just be- the best thing going forward. Okay. Um, All right. Sounds good.
2: You won't mess it up if you only say one thing.
1: Yep. Um, So, yeah, Vareen has four arms uh, as a racial characteristic, which uh, is going to provide a a second action in a combat round. Uh, Also has a heightened agility that once per rest uh, provides advantage on an athletics or an acrobatics role. And um, racial benefits um, are coming in to dexterity and strength. I've also completely axed um, Corton's charisma.
4: Yeah, so there was a balancing of the scales there, huh? A lot of people are going to be off-put, but you do such good jumps and stabs.
1: (laughs) I do do good jumps and stabs, and because I've also respect Barbarian, I'm going to do a lot of them.
4: Yeah, and your AC like
1: friggin' jumped through the roof. I guess the scales. Oh uh, yes, the scales. Well, actually, it's a it's the unarmed uh, defense, or the unarmored defense benefit. Yeah. Um, Are you joining
3: Vindras in the Untouchable Squad?
1: <laughs> it's seventeen. It's not outrageous, but it's pretty That's high.
4: It's pretty That's good. Pretty
1: high. Yeah. yeah,
4: I think from the name alone, we can guess that joining Vindrosen as much as possible is kind of the the, the angle.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a, a lot of the angle. I mean, there's actually other reasons for the name, but that's fine. Um, but so in the respec, I've taken it to five levels of barbarian, leaving one in bard because I think it's appropriate to leave some of that present and keeping the fighter level that was. Uh, developed earlier, um, so now we can perform Rage, we can do Frenzy on Rage, uh, get Danger Sense, Dexterity save advantages, um, Reckless Attack, all in there. I've gotten rid of the Mull Benefits that Corton had had, um, previously, and actually reinterpreted one of them for heightened agility. Uh, also, Varine's race receives a uh, dark vision as a benefit.
4: Uh as as a denison, yes. which I have been spelling D-E-N-I-S-A-N in mm. my notes because uh I say notes, I just wrote it down for next season because they're gonna show up.
1: Yeah, I, I went with a- e N, but yeah. E N, A N, A N, cool. Um and oh so lost a lot of spells. <laughs> oh yeah. Lost a lot of spells. back down to uh, only uh, four level one bard spells um, and two slots to use. Kept Comprehend languages and sleep. asleep. Uh, new acquisitions are Thunder Wave and Feather Fall. Um, of course, Corton doesn't cast spells nearly as well either. Um, so that's just how it be sometimes. Uh, but the Groot loot... More more valuable as a result, and uh trying to think if there's anything I'm missing here. Um Alright, so
4: in the last episode, uh Vindros realized the God King knows where you are now, but the castle is some distance away, so you have time to get prepared for an eventual uh reprisal of killing his halflings, uh which means the party needs to get uh, Vereen ready to fight. So basically what I want is like three scenes here. And we actually have three areas, three recreation zones to kind of set these in of, um, the individual party members to kind of not a bit training is strong, but just like getting him ready, just being like, uh, how's your magic going a bit, three little conversation fights. Um, so if we, if someone wants to claim pool bowling alley and tennis court and just kind of vibe with Vereen talk, talk about what's happened, uh, you get to be DM for a while.
2: I want the tennis court.
4: <laughs> okay, Lola Bean's on the tennis court. Do you wanna how does how does uh <laughs>
2: I don't know why, I just wanna like I want Lola to be like a tennis champion.
4: Yeah, I mean, do you, so this is gonna be literally—you guys, uh, you go to the tennis court, you find rackets and balls that were just left left over when. Uh, uh, the so upper... Yeah, I
2: was thinking, like, do you get, do you do we amp it up? Like, do you get a racket for each arm now?
1: That sounds like fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So Lola's gonna take Vereen to the tennis court, and. The first thing I want to do to help you get used to your arms is, um, it's like a, a dexterity contest, basically. Okay. To see if you can catch, uh, the quills as fast as I can shoot them at you. Mm. With, like, a shield. Like, a piece of wood. So that you, like, don't get shot. Yeah,
1: that'd be good. Okay.
2: So, I guess we're just going you know, to do our dexterity against each other. So, yeah. you have forearms. Yeah. For six. Four. Okay, so we'll do four of them. All right, so the first one, I got a 13.
1: I got six.
2: Oh. <laughs> <goodness. That one. laughs> You're not good at it, huh?
1: I'm a lot better at
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that one's a nine. Let's see. You can 18. Yay. All right, we got two more. We'll see. Ooh.
1: 23. 15.
2: Not a complete failure. A fifteen's pretty good.
1: That's not that bad. It's not bad. Twenty. And, funny. Um, and a botch.
2: A botch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I shoot you in the arm.
1: Probably arms. Yeah, probably.
2: But it's fine. We'll take care of that in a minute. <laughs> All right, we got one more, and I rolled an eight. A twenty-one. Okay, so uh, you know, you're not terrible for uh, getting used to your new arms. That's two out of four, which normally isn't great, but again,
3: well, new arms. if you
1: think about it, I, you know, I succeeded with the old arms. I haven't succeeded with the new arms, and uh, will not tell Denise that you shot an arrow through one of her new arms.
4: just in the distance you hear denise be like i'm monitoring you with magic
2: (laughs) Uh, i mean if you think about it she'll be happy because then she gets to like do more messing with your arm i guess right oh yeah i love this data this data's making me horny uh no uh keep that to yourself madam Uh, see that we you know we're doing the training we're working on the you know the physicality of it, but the only thing that's really important too. Uh, is is the the brain part and how you treat your team. So I want to take you. We're gonna take a little trip over to the stables or wherever we got all the animals. Um, and I am Yeah, you
4: tied the thriller bark up at the crab shack.
2: Yep, we're going to the crab shack. Because I want to teach you how I harvest quills from Stuart.
1: So you want me to make an animal handling check?
2: Yes, I want you to brush him. And if you do a good job, you can take quills to use his knives.
1: Okay. I'll try. That's a 16, actually. That's not terrible.
2: I feel like that's really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that definitely
4: is like a quiver full of... Uh, Quills that can be launched from the forearms, like, uh, you know, javelins are like a tiny the, javelin, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ranged barbarian choice, but yeah, you have, you have, you have like, um, this is gonna make sense to like six people, but walking ballista from Magic the Gathering <laughs> is just like javelin, 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 javelin. It's extremely okay. powerful.
2: And keeping, you know, taking good care of your teammates is uh, very important for staying alive, so you know, you. you We'll help now, and we brush his quails. he you know shaves the dead ones. we get to use them for killing things it's a you know it's how it's how friendships do.
1: I know we've um had our disagreements in the past um
0: oh,
2: when you guys thought I was a kidnapper,
1: but <laughs> You're a very kind and patient friend, Lola. And one of the things that I'm really hoping for with this change is that I can perhaps start my entire life over.
2: Aw, shucks. That's real nice. And you know what? If I can help you start things over in a way that makes you happy, I'm glad to help.
1: Great. So, let's forget about the whole kidnapper thing, maybe.
2: I don't know. I've never even heard the word before. I know what a kidnapper is.
1: Cool.
2: Wank wank.
5: I think there's a moment. Where, uh, Gentleman Bramwell and Vereen are at the bowling alley, and, uh, Bramwell is kind of like doing some stretches, and says, I believe this was a gladiatorial stadium of executions. I believe this place was used for decapitations, and these severed heads were rolled down alleys as uh, triumphs of conquest.
1: You're very wise, Bramwell. You've always been very wise.
5: Thank you. Now tell me, how is your new body treating you?
1: I mean, it's it's a bit stiff, and the, the coordination is taking a little bit of getting used to. Lola has been tremendously helpful, though, I have to say. It really got me a grips with these extra ones.
5: Now... Are you learning, trying to learn to do it better? I've always been a fan of just running straight into it, you know, getting yourself up to speed, so to speak.
1: <clears throat> up to speed? You mean like, uh, like a foot race? Not quite.
5: On a roll, and attack roll. Okay. Uh, twenty-four. That's gonna hit. Uh, I don't like to think he's actually trying to do any real damage or anything like that. This is just Bramwell's way of thinking, I gotta work out the kinks one way or another.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he just applies the gentleman's greeting to (laughs) (laughs) Vereen? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so uh, Vereen's gonna uh, take that hit and uh, ah, okay. So, not really that much faster. Not, not <laughs>
5: Sorry, old Bean, I just assumed the enemies would do it harder than
1: I would. Oh, they definitely will. Ah, that's gonna sting. But, you know, it's gonna sting in two shoulders, so that's, you know...
5: An Spreads it out! Yes! Yeah. Now, ah. Where- hmm? Where... What are you using to fight with, in this new form?
1: Well, I'm used to this sword, and it's served me well, but I I have an extra pair of hands, and not much to do with them, if I'm honest.
5: Interesting. Well, see how this feels in your hands, and Bramwell is going to toss over the murder sign.
1: Oh, okay. Is that a two-handed weapon, or what is the... Yeah, it's a great axe, essentially. Okay. Yeah, that would work in the two hands. Mm-hmm.
5: It's always felt like it's craved some more savage conflict than I can perhaps give it. Perhaps it would be better served in your hands. <clears throat>
1: Ooh, thank you, gentlemen Bramwell. I'm I'm touched.
5: Uh, not at all. I'm the one in awe of you. In all my years, I-I can't fathom the courage it would take to undergone what you've just done.
1: Well, I... had good reasons. Now, with this body, I can... perhaps do even more. You
5: made a great sacrifice for us all. And I do not know... quite the words to express how grateful we are.
1: You're a good man, Bramwell. You've been a fine example to everyone on this voyage of ours
3: Yeah, what what location have we got left? We've used the tennis courts and the bowling alley where we got now Swimming Pool Swimming Pool Ah oh, swimming pool is really inconvenient from <laughs> what I planned, I had plans. Uh,
2: so to I be... want to see Vindras in like a like a synchronized swimming cap. See, I I hadn't
3: I hadn't twigged what the remaining place was. It's like as long as I'm stood on ground, I have a plan.
4: <laughs> you could go somewhere else and then just like chill the swimming pool after. Like literally, just get little drinks with little hats and sit poolside and chill and vibe <laughs> with each other. That'd be sick.
3: Okay, if with we, little hats. If, if we've got maybe some grass somewhere near the swimming pool that we can first go. Um, sure. I I think I think Vindras's, uh plan for helping to get used to the new body is training montage focused on multi-limb coordination because Vindras knows that's a lot of limbs to get used to. It's hands everywhere. It's a lot of limbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Vindros. I mean,
1: which one do I use first? <laughs>
3: well, exactly. <laughs> so I think Vindras' plan is twofold. Um, I think she wants to have. Um, her and Vereen having just a mock fight, nothing particularly serious, just some gentle sparring, uh, with one set of hands, and just every now and then throwing a ball back and forth to each other with the other set of hands. Well, that's
1: fun.
4: Yeah. You know, what's funny is that you guys skipped so many of the boss fights I had prepared for this arc. Literally, the <laughs> abbot was a big fight. There was the thing on the fifth floor of the hotel. Uh, and then there was Denise if you wanted to beat information out of her. So, like, those were the big encounters of this arc. And you've you've basically bypassed them all. And you're going to level up after this ba- episode, basically. So the climactic fight of the Absinthe arc can literally be Vendross and Quart- uh, Vareen. Vibing like in a way. If you guys want to actually have a fight,
3: oh, that's so cool. I kind of like the thought of just fight with everything flavored as deliberately non, you know, non lethal. Um. Oh yeah, you could even you can even be in the shallow part of
4: the bay where you're literally constantly being healed. Like I like that, you know. Um, in Bloodborne, you fight Rom the Vacuous Spider yes. when you're like standing on the water. Mm. It's like almost like it looks like two people walking on water as they duel.
3: But just every now and then in this fight, we have to stop and take a dexterity is probably the right role for it to see whether successfully the, the ball being thrown back and forth occurs.
1: Did you watch Brian David Gilbert's um, new... Oh,
3: the the thing about him inventing a new sport. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what this reminds me of.
3: Yeah. Now you mentioned it. That is very that, isn't it? <laughs> okay. But no, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, let's get some initiative going. Okay. At 16. First attack
1: with the uh, sword cane, which wouldn't technically get advantage. She knows it's there. <laughs> uh, all right, so the uh, sword cane attack, that doesn't get the uh, advantage. I had a 23 on that.
3: Yeah, 23 is going to hit.
1: Okay, and uh, then at Again a twenty-three with the great axe yep. and then I get an extra attack with the great axe and that is uh twenty-one.
3: Okay. So all three of those are gonna hit you are off to a good start. That's <laughs> a
4: listen, thrusting into someone, yeah. it's a symbol. It's not really an attack.
1: Uh it's was uh weird. what's that is that forty-two damage? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Dios mío. Um. Thank goodness we're doing this sparring match in the uh, the the edges of the healing zone because, oh, Vindross took a real fucking hit there. What does this look like? What's
4: this? Yeah. What's this picture? Because Vindross, your chitin and your shield are nigh impenetrable. You're a real badass. What does this 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 thing look like?
3: Yeah, I want to hear about this attack that, that that knocks me down like this.
1: All right, so I sort of am, the way I, I picture it happening is uh Corton draws the sword cane, you know, and obviously knows that, you know, that's not surprising, use that all the time and, you know, goes for a stab which does hit, but you know, while she's busy dealing with that, the other arms take the great axe and just sweep the legs.
3: Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say before um Vindros returns with uh with with her action dexterity rolls let's let's see if if Corton can catch the ball thrown while using the arms to fight <laughs> mhm 12 16 uh, so vindras throws throws the ball your way and it just completely goes past you um at which point vindras is going to go good good hit good hit good hip. you focused all the arms on the one thing you're very good at using the arms for the one thing. You've got to be able to separate them. <laughs> uh, at which point, she's going to summon the uh, spiritual weapon and make an attack with the ghost axe baloney. Ghost baloney. Oh, nine, that's not going to hit, is it?
1: <laughs> that's not going to hit, no.
3: Uh, okay, but petition to call it ghost baloney. <laughs> okay, Vindros misses with the ghost baloney. <laughs> Lore, <laughs> Laura, you angel. Yeah. Um how are you um finding the new body.
1: Uh stiff, which I mean, you know. Used to that, just not the entire body.
3: <laughs> I mean if anyone if anyone oh can God. if anyone can handle being that stiff all over, I'm sure it's you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure it'll pass eventually, but actually, the the feet are weird.
3: Yeah? <laughs> Tell me about the feet. What's, yeah. what's How how the feet doing?
1: I mean, it, you know, have you ever, like, walked around in a pair of stiletto heels and, like, you hear the click noise every time your heel goes down? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm barefoot.
3: Huh. It's
1: Really weird. Hmm. But I can hang upside down, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, the, the possibilities.
3: I. One can scarce imagine.
1: Oh, you won't have to. Uh,
3: do you still feel like you?
1: I feel like me but without having to take all of the stuff with me if that makes any sense yeah I, that's the that's really why i did this
3: sometimes it's sorry yeah go on
1: I, I, i'm not cut out to run a cult I barely managed to get anything going. and I'm sure I'm going to screw it up at any point. <laughs> now that the thing's rolling, it can do its thing. Corton can be ascendant. In fact, you should make something. You should draw something that, that shows Corton going off into some celestial. I don't know. You're, better at that than I am. You were always better at oh, that. Oh,
3: don't worry. I've been drafting some options. Um, <laughs> we have everything ranging from you went off into the desert to go fulfill a mission and you just will never be seen again, right through to you have laser beams coming out of your eyes and you're off to go fight uh, the demons of, of alternate dimensions. You know, we, we can we got a sliding <laughs> scale. Sliding scale.
1: But... The other thing that it means is that I don't have to stay there. I don't have to be stuck somewhere, and I don't have to watch you go someday.
3: You know, I've always been here to support whatever you want to do, and I was here to support the cult because that seemed like what you wanted or needed to do or where you were at, but I'm glad that we can keep travelling together too. I know what it's like to just want to get away from what's expected and just leave some baggage behind. I'm here for whatever that adventure ends up being.
1: It would have just in another form of slavery in the end, trapped somewhere I didn't want to be because that seemed like the only way out at the time, and now I can be free.
3: Trust me, no matter how many times it ends up happening, I am more than willing to just like run off into the sunset and start something completely fresh with you whenever, so like... Aww.
2: That's okay.
3: If everything with Ver- if If Varine doesn't work out, pick a new name and we'll go somewhere else. We'll just... We'll keep going until we find whatever's the one that fits.
1: Well. Another body probably won't be as easy to come by, but...
3: <laughs> probably not, but you know, we could put a fancy hat on you and no one will recognise you. It's fine. <laughs> right. We're supposed to be training. I want to see... I want to see... Give me a leave goal.
1: So we're gonna go into a rage. Um, and 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 you know, it's just since the first attack of the round, I'll I'll declare that that these will be reckless attacks. What does reckless attack do? Oh, uh, reckless attack uh, gives advantage on all melee attack rolls. Ooh. Um, then now in the subsequent remainder of the round, any received, uh, attacks also have advantage, but you know, but the first half's really good. The first half's really good, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's weird. All of these barbarian abilities have these like strange, like counterbalance things to them that I don't know that much of a fan of that. I am.
5: Yeah. I like it when it's just powerful and there's no drawbacks.
1: Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, there we go. 14 damage with the one attack that hits.
4: What's the flavor of the rage? Like, what is what happens? Because normally, barbarians in their rage, they get really angry and start screaming.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> is that Vereen? Is Vereen that's an angry No, that's person? what barbarians
5: normally do, is what I'm saying.
1: I like to think that he's a seether.
3: Oh, Sam.
1: Can't fight the seether. Oh, sorry. Um,. Is is
3: this one of these where like in the anime, like your facial expression is just stern rather than angry, but there's like a visible aura coming off you?
1: Yeah, it's like a like a like a vibratory anger, uh, rage. I can type feel thing. the
3: anger on the little hairs on my arms.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those like all the muscles twitch up, like real like as big as they can, and yeah, and a very stern expression.
4: Is that like accessing? The anger at your, like, past and the old person you used to be? You're, like, you're obviously not mad at Vindros,
1: Right, no, but but tapping into that energy, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Vindros, after being knocked back a little bit by this, um, I think looks over and just says, I had that fight with the Gog King, like, 20 minutes ago, whenever that was, didn't lay a finger on me. You're doing better than the Gold King right now, so I think you're doing alright with the new body.
1: I've always wanted to try juggling.
3: Oh, j- juggling's, juggling's, juggling's gonna be great. It it gives you... Learn to juggle with two hands, and then you've got two hands as a safety net for if you fuck up. It's great.
4: <laughs> um, So after a, a tough day of training, um, Vereen, uh learns to control... Ah, uh, their, their arms and reflexes more from Lola learns how to take a hit with their scales from Bramwell, as well as getting the uh, murder sign, and then puts it all together with uh, Vindros in the bay. Um, I think Vereen is ready to go. Does Vereen feel comfortable in their body enough now to continue the adventure? Yeah. All right. Then I think uh, since we didn't use the pool as part of the training, that means this uh, arc is going to end on a pool party. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't. uh,
5: We can't go to a spring, uh, like a resort, and not have a hot springs
2: episode. Um, So I'm going to throw fire in the pool. Invent floaties.
4: (laughs) Yeah, the duck floaties survived the the fight.
3: (gasps) Okay. I, I don't know whether Varim would accept this, but I think that Vindrast goes to try and find multiple sets of pool floaties because that's that's a whole new body. Swimming's a whole new experience. Here, have like four sets oh, of pool floaties.
2: Yeah, he needs extra floaties. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I think there's a big pool party with all the characters except uh, who are here, except for I think the halflings who are still unconscious because they just got extremely badly beaten and then underwent um, intensive but can surgery. We like-
2: Put like some fun
1: sunglasses
2: on them, <laughs> and some sunscreen so they don't get hurt. We can like hurt. weekend just,
1: like, at put- Bernie's them yes! just you just like,
2: pl- yeah, we'll just like put them on like a like a pool chair and just like on, yeah, you put them on the sunscreen sun on them so they get some of that vitamin D, but they don't get burnt.
4: Yeah, yeah. I want you all to describe this pool party to me. I'm just trying to think of the NPCs that are there. Like Sven uh, goes to the pool pickle. party and like,
2: what's pickle doing? What's pickle doing?
4: <laughs> Pickle's there. Uh, Pickle's yours. like in a one of those plastic balls, so they're safe.
2: Oh, the giant hamster balls.
4: Oh. Now, what is Dwayne doing? Dwayne's not here. Dwayne is not. He's anywhere near here. But I just want to know, He's in, in our a spiritual hearts, sense, <laughs> what is Dwayne doing right now? Oh, you'll find out when you get back to the suburbs. Let me tell you, that situation has been developing. I bet it's something awesome.
2: You're going to kill him. He's going to kill Dwayne.
4: <laughs> Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on this He's fun pool party it. and not think about what I'm doing to Dwayne off screen.
3: <laughs> what are you doing, to Dwayne? Vindras off-screen? is using her big jumping legs to get some real good cannibals going. Uh, I would like a flamingo
2: pool floaty and a drink with a little umbrella.
4: Oh, yeah, there's an entire dress up montage at the gift shop where you all get cute bathing suits.
2: Hell yeah.
4: Uh, I always wanted to say Sven, though, when he shows up to the pool party, definitely keeping his shirt on. Uh huh. Uh, It's a big mood. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh
2: huh.
4: Uh, uh, Denise uh, shows up. I think she has some kind of like way, way uh, over, like way extra uh, pool attire. I don't even know what that, like a steampunk floaty for some reason, like water wings that are belching steam.
3: <laughs> like it just has gears for no reason. Uh, Vindros finds a new um, swimsuit and has to rip some extra holes in it for the extra arms. Just tear some extra arm holes. <laughs>
2: um, I like to think Stuart can swim, and it's cute.
4: Mm-hmm. All the animals can These come with their own
2: paddles. Oh my god, Sandra! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, she's not a duck. She's a chicken.
4: Uh, I think a duck would like to. Uh, uh, I think a chicken a would like duck. to float.
2: Yeah, we'll put her in a floaty just to be safe.
4: I think she's, like, floating through the background of every every shot in this scene, in this <laughs> Hot Springs episode <laughs> of our anime.
2: Oh, I love it.
4: Um, but, yeah, so you all can feel free to add flavor. I just want to have uh, Denise say, like, thank you so much for all this data. I'm going to be pouring over this for weeks. There's so much here. Sven, Sven, I need you to put your little coat on. We're going to have to crunch through this. I need your brain, Sven.
2: Hey, Denise, you ever thought about just uh, letting Sven be a kid for a while, you know?
4: What do you mean? He's got the the methods, train him in sports and math and science. He's doing all kinds of kid activities. Okay.
2: He's, a, he's a young man, you know, he's got stuff he want to do. Uh, you know, maybe he's got to do all those other things. Maybe give him a break
3: from the data collection, you know? He's a good kid. Also, I hope when you said you need his brain that you meant that in a metaphorical sense. Yeah,
2: leave his brain in his head, Denise. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is very funny. And I was thinking that, like, because of Denise has gotten everything she wanted, she's feeling more like magnanimous, and maybe like gonna spend some more time with Sven. But there is another way this shakes out where it's like maybe she lets him go on an adventure of some kind. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys want the, with this character arc? I don't know. Just kind of put it out there. And pickle? I, I
5: was gonna say, oh fuck, we pickle on the boat. Not in this adventure. Seeing
4: what bringing children along does to the degradation of <laughs> <Yeah>. their innocence. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's also probably a bad idea to like literally take him to the where the fighting is going to happen. But I don't know, drop him off somewhere.
5: I kind of, I, I, I mean, since even though we kind of established that Denise is not a particularly great mother. The idea that because she gets such a happy thing that she's able to start, yeah, making some kind of recompense with her son is like a happier ending for me in my mind than us taking him away. Yeah, and there just being another
3: broken family in this this wasteland. I, I, I like the thought that maybe she somewhat listens and is like, yeah, no, it's fine bond
4: bond with your son <laughs> it's funny because earlier in the season i said my favorite character is pendergrass so a lot of people thought he was like my uh, self insert oc or something even though i don't really believe anything he believes in i feel like the wolfram kids are much closer to my personal experiences
2: sven be you
4: yeah like sven has a lot of my personality like uh, like sabrina my mom left and my father is abusive and so forth so it's like i i have a lot more invested in these kids uh, marcel is like a try hard who's trying to like accomplish things and keeps fucking up Amy's so. Fun. Fucking angry all the time.
3: (laughs) Usually I am on team take every single NPC we like with us, but Sven must be protected at all costs. I have a lot of, I have a lot of love for Sven. I'm like, no, you have a happy life here with your mom and we'll go away. (laughs) Don't, don't be with us shitbags. There's, there's
4: no, there's no way that this is like, oh, now... Now Denise is a good mom. The end. Like, she still fundamentally sucks in a lot of ways. But I think there's a there's an influence you can have here which puts it on a better path. And I'm curious how that looks. Like, what changes about this place that's, so that Sven is happier here?
5: Uh, I think the biggest thing would be seeing him have uh, some kind of agency. Since, as it is right now, everything is just... Oh, the nephews will take care of you, and they'll bring you food, and they'll do that. I, I like the idea that he's able to uh, create some kind of demand
4: on its own for what what he wants. It's interesting you say that because I do think giving him more autonomy would be good, and also uh, him spending more time with his mom as an equal, as opposed to like a reluctant, you know, would be subject. Um, where my brain goes here is something like the party asks to borrow the methods to like take them away to use them for the revolution kind of a, in a way but that mm. leaves this vacuum where like Sven gets to be more active here in his day to day gets to be his mom's lab assistant um and not not have to just like let 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 these methods kind of drag him through life and then you also get them for the war effort
5: yeah
2: I kind of love these assholes, dude.
5: Plus, uh, if Mass Effect 3 has taught me anything, our little bar went up by, like, four points because we got Mephits. And uh, they won't be featured in any endgame cinematics,
4: but they're there. Trust us. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think the flavor of this is, like, Denise says something like she wants to keep monitoring uh, Vereen for further, you know, data. Like, the monitoring spell, scrying or whatever, like would keep running out, and she'd have to really keep casting it. It's like a pain in the ass. But she sends mephits to monitor your progress uh, that would get them out of here and let you basically use them. Um, and also, here's a, here's a, something I want to establish, because I had some people asking, like, how is uh, Corton going to be have a whole new species from one infertile m- male? Um, and that's not what's happening. She's going to keep building them. Not starting with her son, I'm hoping. No no
5: no. Or at least, okay, I just <laughs> there was like a quietness that I was like is this supposed to be foreboding? <laughs>
2: God.
4: <laughs> it's like I, she won't bore you with the details, but it's like inside the piece of the positive energy plane, there's essentially like infinite healing energy. So she can keep like, you know, putting pieces together that normally wouldn't go together or like things that like wounds that normally wouldn't heal. And she can take like, you know, splice these genetics together. Like I have an idea of how the science works, but it doesn't matter. None of you care or understand in character. So it's just like, let her do whatever she's doing. But using this information monitor- from monitoring Vereen, she's going to like make hundreds of denizens and that's that's the basis of this new species but this prototype varine is like important for her getting it all right from here on out um and so also and i want to establish something else you you all never said like we're going to kill your husband you said we're here to try to find sabrina's mom and you know bramwell's in the knight armor so she never questioned that we never explicitly said like what you guys are all about so as far as she knows you're just like a knight who's looking for sabrina's mom as a favor because like you work for the family, so it's like totally would be totally normal for you all to just have a detachment of methods.
3: We we did have a an explicit conversation last episode, I think, about hey, do you know how we would go about killing your husband if we were going to do so hypothetically?
1: But she also likely deals in hypotheticals a lot.
4: Mm. But, so that's that's where my mind is at. Is that you all say like, hey, give us give us your methods. We're gonna take them to monitor Vereen, and Fen's gonna step up and be more of an equal and an adult around here, and get to choose more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. I'm down. All right. So you know, you all have these methods now. <laughs> you have a small army. <laughs> oh, I love these fuckers. This is great.
2: Oh, they're my babies now. Hey, hey, all my asshole children.
4: <laughs> shut up, little nerd.
2: You shut up, you old nerd.
4: You're in a pool. And I'm made of lightning. You want to fuck around and find out?
2: <laughs> oh, come on, you love it. I do. I fucking love it. <laughs> Just- you love it here. You like the boat? How you like a boat? You ever been on a boat before?
4: I fly. Why do I need a boat?
2: because uh, it looks cool
4: i think while you're talking to this lightning method like a mineral method runs up and just pantses him <laughs> mid-conversation <and> runs off
2: <laughs> do they even wear pants yeah
4: they're all wearing little swimming trunks
2: oh my god he just pants you. what are you gonna do about that i don't know
4: i'm embarrassed i don't even have any genitalia and i'm embarrassed this is weird
2: it's, just, <laughs> it's a shame you, you know he got you
4: all right does anybody else want to have any pool vignettes
2: Well, I was going to push him into the pool, but let's not push the lightning method into the
4: pool. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. You push him into the pool, everyone gets fucking electrocuted, then Vindross has to use her black moth shield.
1: (laughs) We all die. It's TPK in the pool party.
3: I I just want to flavor the entire pool party. Vindross is just very carefully watching the pool being like... Is very is very in the water? Is very near the water? Does very is very gonna be okay? Mm, there's water. Vareen's not very practiced at swimming. Is Vareen okay? Just sort of, just watching from the side, ready to leap in like a lifeguard at any moment.
4: <laughs> yeah, Vindras, are you in a lifeguard uniform?
3: Now I am. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, can I? <sighs>
2: Can I push a different method into a pool? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, well, we can just assume Lola Bean spends the afternoon pushing methods, methods the into pool. the pool.
1: <laughs> Only the ones that won't kill us, though. They're like, they're like Dickish Pikmin. I, lo- they're, it's great. Oh fuck, Dickmin. Yeah, it's exactly. Dickman.
2: They're little jerks. <laughs>
4: it's a Dickmin I- pool party.
2: Pikmin pool party. Yeah,
4: Pikmin are so oh. cute. Hey, this public service announcement. Pikmin 3 is incredible. You probably threw it off. I want it like,
2: so bad. It's So expensive.
4: You're probably no. thinking like, oh, I don't need to play Pikmin 3. That's not an essential video game. Wrong. It's so no, fucking good. I need good. to play
2: it. And it's so expensive. And someday,
4: when well, Austin, I can't play Pikmin.
5: But I'll
2: never want to win. Because if you win, you leave, and then they're sad.
5: I had a panic attack when I was a kid playing Pikmin, because oh, I no! didn't, I didn't, I didn't get what one. When I leave on the ship and you just watch one sad Pikmin run to your ship as it takes off at night and then the monsters come and get it. And I was like, what
2: the
3: fuck? You can't do this to me. I didn't (laughs) know. That's too much pressure and responsibility.
2: No, one time Austin showed me the like music video where they're singing about how much they're going to miss you because all they care about is you and they died for you. It's like a Um, Japanese promotional video they did. Yeah, but I sobbed for like an hour. It was not okay.
4: <laughs> we all agree. It was not
2: good. okay.
5: Oh, do I? Do we all have to say what we're doing at this pool party? Yeah, we'll feel okay. free. Uh, I like to think Bramwell is cooking. He's there's a grill. He's fired that <laughs> up. He's got a beer. I don't know from where. No, the restaurants. Yeah, he's just sipping on one of those guys, frying up some s- some.
4: Just blobs blobs of stuff what does your apron say
2: <laughs> you're cooking some blobs of stuff
5: uh uh it's just a classic kiss the cook but it's got like a little mustache at the bottom of it <laughs> that's fun yeah. all right
4: i love this this is a great time we're having here anyway clear oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> does she need a flirty?
4: So, clear, you drop in a hole from one layer to the other under the ground. You are wreathed in ice, rhymed in ice, as the book loves to say. That's one of those fantasy words that uh, mm-hmm. they love to bust out, rhyme, like elder. Rhyme of the main baby. Yeah. Um, and you, you drop down. It's actually not as far as you, the earlier ones. And you hit the ground um, with a softness that you weren't expecting. Like, the ground has a considerable give under you. And uh, it's almost like a uh, spongy. Oh. Boing, 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 boing. Um, but there is. So it's funny because I was going to be like, "There's an oppressive heat on this layer," but you, you, as an inve- invent, uh, investiture of ice, gives you resistance to fire, so you actually are totally fine. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and Bell is in, invigorated by it, so the heat that's on this layer is just uh crashes against your ice shield futilely, and for her, it flows into her like, uh, sweet healing, um, and you all look around where, where you found yourself, which is on this w- layer where the ground is a kind of strange, spongy quality, um, and there is the, uh, the smell like iron in the air.
2: sounds terrible. It all sounds terrible.
4: Yeah. Um, and, the uh,
2: Spongy? oh
4: Yeah, why don't you, why don't you roll something to figure out exactly what's going on before I say anymore? <laughs> uh, I got a big old oh, two there, oh. buddy. Oh, terrible. Uh, So the ground is this weird spongy stuff. Uh, There's like things sticking out of it that don't quite look like plants with a two. You really can't put your finger on why they're strange. They're just like strange. uh, They're just like jutting black structures. Uh, Some of them about as tall as a person. Some of them like half as tall. Um, The air smells like metal. uh, And there's this heat coming off as you start trudging um, ahead of you. And just next to you, is just like, you know, I kind of like this place. Mmm, it feels good. It's not the bottom, so we have to keep going. Yeah, of course, but there's no reason we can't enjoy some of this. Enjoy what? I'm just I'm just jo- enjoying being out in the fresh air. I, it's, been know, well, she's like trying to think of like, actually, Amy spent a lot of time in the fresh air. <laughs> she's like, you know, it's just been a little bit since I got to stretch my legs. You were just complaining earlier about how tired you were. Oh, so I feel much better now.
5: Well, why don't you use some of that renewed energy to find the next way down?
4: Uh, yeah. Okay. So you rolled a two, so there, there's not much that Claire can do besides uh, being a really cool ice sorceress right now. I think uh, Belle kind of runs ahead and begins checking the ground for... Uh, holes, and uh, this is this kind of goes on for a while with this bad roll without much success, and eventually she just says, "What do you say we just uh, we just shoot a hole in the ground and see what happens, like we did in the lily field?" I mean, I like her. I guess. All right. Yeah. Do you want to cast a spell, or you just want to use your investiture?
5: Uh, I, yeah, I'll use my investiture to uh, shoot a cone of uh, freezing wind at the floor and try to break my way through it that way.
4: Yeah, so you have this all this ice like rippling around you. It's on your skin. It's radiating out from you, and you focus it into a cone and just begin slowly eating away at the ground. And as you burst through this first layer of what you, you know the, what seems to you as the ground, the dirt, the earth, uh, it starts bleeding quite badly. Oh, uh, because I don't like that. Because what the ground is is flesh. And the thing sticking out of it is not plants, uh, it's uh, stray hair.
2: Mm. More flesh?
4: Uh, So yeah, you start carving through the ground and it starts shuddering and bleeding, Clear? Bet you wish you were at a pool party now, huh? Sucks to suck, fucking ground, but you should have been an open hole. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been a hole. (laughs) That'll teach you to not be a hole.
5: Not my problem, buddy, buster.
4: Yeah, I think uh, Belle looks around as this starts happening, and she's like, Uh, should we be doing that? Do you have a better idea? N- no, it's it's just the ground usually doesn't bleed when you cut into it. Well, there's
5: been a lot of weird things in this tunnel so far, so...
4: what's to say this isn't just how it's supposed to be. As you say that, there is a low, guttural growl from behind you and something uh begins kind of picking itself up off the off the ground in the distance uh it's hard to see uh because it's kind of covered in i want to say like rotten flesh and maybe maggots we know Lauren loves maggots um but what begins kind of crawling towards you is a skeleton of a large creature with these skull, these uh, non-humanoid skulls, they're they're like um, they're like mammalian skulls with like long, sharp teeth, but not quite humanoid. And then the body seems to be severed at like the waist, so it's just crawling towards you on two skeletal arms, dragging its like upper torso. Uh,
5: and looks like it's coming at us.
4: Oh yeah, uh, maybe roll religion at this point actually.
2: I don't, I don't like any of these things you're saying with your mouth. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome.
4: Uh, I got a five. Okay, with a roll that bad, what I'm actually going to say is that you were you, you were like stuck thinking. You were just like, I don't know what's happening. The ground is flesh. It's bleeding. There's a, a skeleton coming towards me. And you just kind of freeze up. And what we actually do is we enter combat is how that bad roll shakes out. Uh-oh. Okay.
2: It's a lot. A lot of flesh.
4: Yeah. We you like love it? Flesh
2: this season. No, you know I hate it.
4: 14.
2: Uh, flesh and maggots. Mm hmm. Don't.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: <laughs> you can't make a 20. Mm, that's good noise about maggots.
4: Nice. All right. So, uh, with, a, with a five on your religion roll, you don't uh, put, put your thoughts together in time to stay out of combat. With, but with a 20 on your initiative, you do. Uh, Pull yourself together before it gets to you. So you go first. Um, there's this. I'm just going to say this is like a d- demonic skeleton comes towards you. What do you do?
3: Mm,
5: I don't want to get rid of my investiture of ice. So instead of doing anything else, I'll I'll use my action to, to cast my cone on it. Oh, yeah. So it needs to make me a constitution saving throw.
4: Ooh. All right. And it actually gets
5: advantage. Oh, still only a 12. Get wrecked. Uh, that's a fail.
2: Nerd. Nerd <laughs> skeleton. Owned. Take that skeleton.
5: So it's going to be
4: 11 cold damage. All right. So you uh, you gather up some of this ice that's swirling around you, and you, you generate a nice cone and shoot it at this thing as it comes towards you. And it definitely hits it. You see it knock off some of the rotten flesh um of this, the upper half of this creature and um as it gets closer you can see it's pulling itself on these two kind of uh skeletal arms but you see it doesn't have hands uh w- but it also doesn't seem like it ever had hands whatever was above its wrists uh was like cartilaginous and has rot- rotted away
2: oh. why
4: um good question so why t- do you
2: do this to us
4: you're welcome. Uh, the, two he- <laughs> the two heads open their mouths, uh, just full of stinking, rotting breath and cracked black teeth. And it tries to bite you and Belle. Uh, so here comes an attack for you. <laughs> uh that's a botch. <laughs>
2: nice.
4: Uh, yeah, you're a miss, actually. Um, all right, so you tell me, like, maybe you, do, you two do this together. You and Belle, describe to me how you... Uh, Take on this giant demonic skeleton as it tries to crunch down on you.
5: Uh I'm giving so, you basically
4: like a free action. Uh
5: in my mind, what I want to happen here is uh we look towards each other and we do that anime head nod thing, and we both leap out of the way and then we uh charge up our respective element to Kamehameha it in the face with uh with, with our respective element.
4: Yeah, so another investiture cone. Yeah. And it will do double damage for Amy or for for Bell doing her own Ash version. Uh 24. Nice. So you've done 35 total to it now. Um you've cracked some of its skull. Um and it, here's the thing is that you're each on on either side of it firing at the the two heads on the skeleton and it seems to want to go after both of you, but can't. Um and so it, it begins reaching up with its two arms which are like stumps at the wrist and like trying to punch it itself one like on the right hand is punching the left head and the left hand is punching the right head so it's actually going to attack itself uh 21
2: what an idiot
4: uh 12 damage as it punches its own head with its skeletal stumps
2: <laughs> what a fucking nerd
5: <laughs> it's gotten all crossed over and switch wobbled oh
4: <gasps> It's the Demogorgon. Ooh, look at me. I'm Chris. I've read the D&D books.
5: (laughs) I'm gonna punch the Demogorgon.
4: All right, Chris. Uh, Roll to attack the the skeleton of the Demogorgon. (laughs) Killjoy. (laughs) I'm sorry.
5: I attacked the mysterious skeleton, of which origins I'm still confused and in awe of. (laughs)
2: Uh,
4: (laughs) I'm
5: gonna cast Cone of
4: Cold on it.
2: Hell yeah, get him.
4: All right, so you you keep your investiture, but you're going to spend a sell, spell slot? Yep. All right, and I have to make a con save. Constitution, my boy. 11, bad. Yeah, the skeleton right. seems to be only a, a shadow of itself that it was in life, however many eons ago. It's just uh, the skeleton was left down here, wherever it is, and it just has this, this glimmer of unlife left within its rotten old bones.
5: Uh, so that is going to be, uh, I'm going to choose to spend a sorcery point to re-roll the 1-1 one, one I have in there. So that's going to be 44 damage. Yikes. Uh, incredible, yeah. On bikes. And then I'll use my bonus action to command
4: uh, Amy to attack. Oh, all right, yeah. R- roll the investiture, because uh, she's just doing an ash version of that. Uh, another 9 damage. All right, yeah. So it's <laughs> this thing actually has a lot of health, so it's not quite done. Um, but you like freeze one head, and uh, Bell just completely swamps the other one in burning ash. Um, and it's just making a gro- groan like a you know just like a huge zombie as it tries to just throw itself on you. Dexterity saving throw as this this mnemonic skeleton just tries to throw its rotten body on top of your your ten year old body. <laughs> Oh,
5: I was uh, phrased in
4: a way. Nine. Uh, that's not going to do it. Okay.
5: I mean, I face the consequences.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for being an adult about it.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what if I rolled with advantage, you know, because I'm a 10-year-old, so I'm so small, so he has to kind of throw it in a small target, you know?
4: Uh-huh. 13 damage, I think. Like hitting a- an ant with a
5: basketball, when you think about it.
4: Yeah, it, like, throws itself on top of you, and the, you get hit. Like, you go between its ribs, but there's, like, rotten flesh hanging between them that slams into you, and your body tears through it, so you aren't, like, absolutely flattened. But you take the blunt force damage of being, like, compressed through that rotten flesh, and then you're inside its body.
5: Ooh, well, that's a good place to be in my book. Yeah. Because now I'm going to create a dagger of ice. And I'm gonna throw a nice knife inside of it and let all the shards just shoot across it. Uh huh. Uh, so I'm gonna cast this one at third level. Uh, sixteen. That actually does hit. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Demogorgon. I mean, the mystery monster. hmm. <laughs> so it'll take eight damage, and then it'll take an additional big old. Big old chunk of damage afterwards. Uh oh, that's ah, not that much. An extra nine, so oh. seventeen
4: damage total. That's enough. Pay me a picture. You're inside the rotten skeleton of what was once the demon lord Demogorgon, and over the centuries, it's just become a kind of aimless skeleton. What do you do?
5: So uh I like to see. There's a moment. I've been, you know, I'm inside of it, and Clear's going to crater ice knife. We've seen it before. But then she keeps channeling power into it, and it gets larger and larger until she's basically throwing, like, a katana-sized dagger of ice (laughs) at this thing, and it just explodes, and shards are just ricocheting across all of the bones, just going in and out, just piercing it right through this thing. And then it starts crumbling to pieces, and as as it goes down, it's like, oh, I'm so lame,
3: and then it dies.
4: Uh, yeah, you pinball ice knives off the inside of its body until it is torn apart, and then you just stroll out of the wreckage of its corpse to Belle, who's standing there a little aghast at your power, and she says, uh, wow, well, I guess you just don't need sleep, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, no.
4: My guy feel stronger,
5: so, you know, I think it's working.
4: You know, I was thinking that if we get to the bottom and it's like a big sword, that it, as the oldest sister, it would be my kind of job to wield it. Are we going to have a problem?
5: Uh, i If it's a weapon that'll kill the God King, then whatever it needs to be done, I just need to get it. If you want to hold it or whatever.
4: <laughs> Listen, I—I I, this man has to pay. I'm not precious about holding the sword or whatever, but I still feel like I have to sleep at some point, and I guess you don't. Sleeps for the week. Let's get going. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you go back to the bleeding wound in the ground um, and start (laughs) investituring it. Again, that lasts for like, what, one... (gasps) That it's it's not for like hours and hours, right? Yeah,
5: it's like it's a ten minute thing.
4: Okay, yeah. So let's say you spend the rest of the the ten minutes just uh, ripping through the ground, and while that's happening, uh. Uh, sorry. Okay,
2: so uh, I mean, how many episodes has it been since we talked about the visible disgust bird?
4: That was the flesh shaft when we talked about yeah, the visible disgust bird. That's
2: been my face <laughs> all night.
4: Mm-hmm. Listen. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you rolled so bad on religion, you don't realize that you're standing on what used to be the afterlife. Like, the afterlife is now the gray, which is this world of ghosts. But it used to be a bad flesh time.
2: Oh, yeah. bad flesh time.
4: Now there's just chunks of
5: viscera and gore just shooting into the sky. It's a party.
4: You're doing that, and I think at a certain point, Belle, like, stops even trying to help. She's just, like, sitting on the edge of the bleeding wound watching you do this and just being really impressed. And she says, you know, if this... Things like this out in the world. And she gestures to the shredded skeleton. And she says, I mean, you can see how someone could get to the God King's point of view, right? That people need to be kept in line with force because the world is wild. What are you talking about? This was all the way on the ground. And we killed it. Yeah, but things under the ground don't have to stay there forever. And there's other countries up just outside of Wormwood, just over the... The ridge at the end of the the flats. There's an entire world out there, too. And the alternative is to oppress all of your people
5: and keep giving birth to kids and abandoning them when they don't become what you want them to be?
4: No, I'm not saying that it's a good... Uh, look, he's a bastard and I want his fucking balls in a jar. I'm saying that you see how someone <laughs> gets there, though. That the, the world is scary and sometimes you have to do bad things, right? I don't want to understand his viewpoint. I want to kill him. <laughs> I don't care if he's ever had one good thought in his stupid head. Well, I guess I'm jealous of you, then. You've never had to make a hard choice and do something you're not sure about and rationalize it later. Sorry for having feelings.
2: Okay, daughter body stealer. (laughs)
4: Look,
2: she's trying to work
4: through some stuff, Lauren.
2: Dog No, you'll lose all credibility when you steal your daughter's body.
4: All right, jump into the show and tell her that Lauren Morgan, human person.
3: Hello, it is me. <laughs> in the, I'm in a fleshland now. All, all, of the universes collapsed in and became one. There's got to be like an intersection point where How did can I show get up. here. I took a wrong turn somewhere.
4: Yeah, that would be so self indulgent if they, but she busts through the next layer. You drop down and you're in Lauren's house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I assume that was the Austin. joke. Austin you're the dm it could happen
4: no i'm not gonna do pull a stephen king and have my characters run into me
3: you have that power
5: which one was that was that a dark tower
4: i mean it happened in a couple but yeah dark tower is the it really got bad because he got in a car accident in real life and so he wrote the guy in it's a whole thing that makes you sad yeah all
5: right do i slash my way or uh, blast my way through this flesh uh this fleshworm worm thing or, or what's flesh going on
2: worm? is that what you said
5: yeah, fleshworm. That's a fun whatever
2: for this is. penis, huh?
4: Fleshworm. Yeah, you use the last of your investiture to rip through the the floor of this abyss, and there is uh below you another tunnel, and you know Belle goes ahead and jumps in. How fleshy oh, is it?
2: Oh,
5: I do all the work, and then she pushes ahead of me and goes past. Absolutely. God, what?
0: She's a insufferable.
4: Smelly pirate hooker. <laughs> 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 all right, I'm going, Yeah, I'll go down. Uh, yep, you jump down and you, you land in something very similar to the parking lot outside of the mall. Uh, you, you recognize asphalt, is what I'm saying. Um, and you're like, oh, this stuff again, weird. And you look around and there is um, just a desert in most directions, except for this building in front of you, which has a chain link fence with a bunch of warning signs and languages that I don't think you speak. You don't speak celestial or infernal, do you? No. Is this, oh,
5: what is it? Is this uh, Centuries of Eternity?
4: i don't know what that means
5: that was like a documentary about like a nuclear zone and they had to figure out how to create like how to actually communicate to people like ten thousand years into the future don't go into this area because they have no idea what like language will be at that point
4: holy fucking shit dude you just hit that full court shot that's literally what's happening (laughs) yeah wow damn chris you're so good at this
3: how are you so smart chris must be nice (laughs) Go, go, go that big brain. Uh
4: Uh-huh. Clear, do you want to roll something to catch up to Chris, who realized you've landed in front of a nuclear power plant?
5: Uh, yeah, I guess I'll roll, uh, holy shit, are we about to find nukes?
2: (laughs) Nukes, 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 nukes. He was afraid of nukes the whole time! Oh, shit! I want to nuke the the God King! All right,
5: uh, hold on, where is it? Yeah. Uh, What would I roll? Intelligence? <laughs> History.
2: Intelligence?
4: <laughs> I got a 10. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, it's good enough to know that the signs mean danger, but not why. And you're like, yeah, I just bought, beat up the skeleton of the Demogorgon. I'm actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm sure it's very scary. Uh, yeah. What do you do about this measly chain link fence that bars your path into this nuclear facility? I'm just going to cut it apart.
5: I'm just gonna take out my lightsaber, vwing, 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 <laughs> walk through my new hole.
4: Do you all wanna make the lightsaber noise as a Bell and Claire cut through the fence? Shroom.
2: Shroom. 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 I don't know if any of that was lightsaber noise. Shoom
4: Alright, Shoom That's very good.
2: Shoom That Shroom. sounds like a
4: Jewish holiday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like Sanrio's, like, new mushroom character.
4: Assume the mushroom friend from Sanrio. <laughs> it's
2: like Gudetama, but mushroom.
4: Alright, so that's where we're gonna leave Claire is breaking Shroom. into a nuclear facility. I wonder if it's a bad idea.
2: <laughs> Nuke them! Nuke them all!
4: Wolfpack, anything else you wanna do before you leave the resort? Because uh, the mefits are on board, the Halflings are on board, uh, Sven has donned his little lab coat and he's going to help his mom crunch the numbers and they're going to have a slightly better relationship although it's not fixed you know ideally but they're going to go do some stuff together
2: i just want to teach them efforts how to like to help take care of the chores.
4: yeah i think any uh, efforts to get them to do chores inevitably results in them fighting each other That's but funny. they probably make a little bit of progress before they come to blows
2: yay
4: but once you're ready, the Thriller Bark gets back on the flats and goes back to the suburbs.
2: Cool, cool.
3: I love the suburbs. Love the suburbs. Yeah. I think Vintrast is good to go.
4: Yep. Um, it's a pretty uneventful and short trip. Uh, this was like this was like a premier destination for the like the rich and powerful in Wormwood before everyone realized that swimming in the healing waters gave you super mega cancer. Uh, and people would stay in the suburbs and kind of just chill out here all the time. uh so there's not much to say as far as the journey, but I think at some point um you hear one of the halflings calling from the hold. they have woken up and they're like, "Hey, everything hurts. Where am I? What's happening?
2: Hello, hey buddy which which one which one's talking?
4: Yeah, that's uh, I'm going to say that's regret. Uh, worry had brain surgery, so they're going to be gone for a much longer time, and I don't want to kind of destroy the the mystique of Dr. Smooth, who I don't think should have any dialogue. They should just be this imposing person in the shake outfit and just this mascot outfit forever and never. It's like Boba Fett, like once you started giving him giving him a personality, he became less cool.
2: Oh, okay. Dr. Smooth is regret.
4: Huh. No, Dr. Smooth Dr. Smooth is covetousness.
2: Covetousness, okay.
4: Regret was the one who had who was decapitated by Bramwell.
2: Oh, uh, okay, okay. Dr. Smooth.
4: So they just have like this ring of scars around their neck, uh, where the crystal like pulled their head back on, but now the crystals are out, and they're just a person with a this kind of ring ring scar around their neck. And
2: How does the neck feel?
4: Sore. Oh gosh. Why am I wearing sunglasses?
2: Uh, we were having a pool party, and we thought you guys might enjoy some time lounging in the fresh air. But I didn't want your cornea to burn, so I put sunglasses on, y'all.
1: So
3: you Weekend at bernies us?
2: Uh, I, kn- I
3: don't know what a Bernie is. Does Weekend at Bernie's exist in this universe? <laughs> I have actually seen that
4: movie. In in this universe, it's not a film. It's a classic uh, novel that I
1: think everyone is taught in school.
2: It's like Shakespeare, Mark Twain.
1: The film adaptation starring John Larroquette actually came out in this universe as opposed to the one we're still waiting. Anyway, (laughs) I just want to see John Larroquette be dead.
3: It's two weeks at Bernard's.
2: Two weeks at Bernard's. Oh, that's good. Two weeks at Bernard's.
4: I think the party comes down here and can kind of uh, can talk with this character who has a lot of questions and is like, where are my friends? Where are you taking me? What's happening?
2: So we did kill some halflings. Sorry. Maybe. Uh, But got you, uh, Dr. Smooth. We had Dr. Smooth and we got Worry, right? That's it.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Effort is waiting for you in the suburbs. So I think uh, Regret sees them and like, like, not heaving, uh, kind of sobbing, but is like quietly crying.
2: Hey, hey, buddy, hey.
4: I just don't know what else we were supposed to do. H- Hope said that if we captured you all, the God King would give us our, everything back. I just don't know. I'm sorry, I fucked up so bad.
2: Listen, we've all fucked up pretty bad. Me, me, many times. You know, it's a—it's uh, uh, not like there's a textbook out there to understand what we're supposed to do in these situations. I uh, understand where you were coming from, and I also fucked up real bad, and I'm sorry about my fuckage.
4: Did you say your fuckage? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome. Do you want to roll something to uh, console regret? Who, I, I, by I their roll. very nature, is difficult to console, in case you haven't picked up on that.
2: Um, what do I roll?
4: I mean, uh, per se, um, persuasion? Me give them
2: a reassuring and not at all patronizing... Pr- oh my god, I crit. God
4: Goddamn Lola Beans!
2: Lola Beans, give them a little pat, 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 we're okay now.
4: I mean, with a crit, you direct uh, not only this scene, but kind of the, the fates of these characters. What wh- what do you see the halflings doing? Like, what is their... You're going to kind of h- help them start a new life, right? Because if you were going to kill them, you could have just killed them. But, like, you're not just going to throw them back out into the, the flats, right? Where are they going? What's up with them? This is your kind of time to help.
2: Well, I was thinking uh, maybe if y'all wanted to come and do some fighting with us, you're more than welcome to. But I imagine after all the shit you've been through... Probably wanna do some relaxing. Um uh I don't know if, I, if y'all are into crafts. There's a lovely group of ladies and gentlemen over here at the suburb place that we're in, whose name I remember, Absentia, right?
4: Absinthea, yeah.
2: Absinthea, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, maybe this might be somewhere you wanna, you know, put down some roots. Uh, there's also Harp City. I could take you there, and you can do crimes if you want. I don't really know much. Uh, what else is going on in Harp City? I only really pay attention to the crime.
4: So that's funny that you say that because I I think you have hit on a dichotomy here, which is leaving them in abs- Absinthia means basically uh having them sucked into the path of the joining cult, which is uh let's say problematic. Maybe you know maybe it's good. Some people I don't I don't want to say some people like need a cult structure that's kind of weird
3: also like d- does everyone who is in absinthia have to be in the cult have we successfully overtaken the whole place or is there like hey the cult are here but you can't just hang out in in the in the area
4: that's a great question Vindros, and we will get there when we arrive so keep that question in mind but for, for-
3: um well
2: i don't think it'd be very healthy for worry to come into battle
4: no i mean all these people have just had major surgery i don't think any of them are going to be fighting fit in time for the the final boss but
2: you know what what if we set them up with the mouse
4: doctors yeah that could be an option if you you want to send them off to harp city to have them like volunteer in the clinic
2: yeah, and then the doctors can um like uh, keep track of like their healing progress too.
3: And they will certainly be far away from wherever the goat king is rampaging soon. Yeah,
2: please, these
3: these poor people need a break.
4: Um, but yeah, regret. So with a crit like this is a hundred percent successful. Like obviously they're still extremely sad and fucked up about what's happened to them in their life. Um, but they they hear you offer this and genuinely accept that this is probably best for them. You save their life, and you're like, here is where you can go.
2: Uh sorry for shooting you so many times. Not my finest moment.
4: Um, well, a thing regret says in kind of exchange for this help and so forth is that you know the the halflings weren't always like this. I think uh, effort I, always, I already said this, but I don't know that you all have internalized this. The halflings weren't always like this. They used to be like a really chill a community of just, like, I mean, Tolkien-esque halflings, you know, just vibing and smoking.
3: And then all of their potential was taken away. Hobbits?
4: Absolutely. The God King basically colonized their place and uh, drained their potential, which left them the way that halflings are in Dark Sun. Instead of it just being, like, an edgy change of pace, there's, like, a narrative backstory to why they're like this. Um, And so what he asks of you is, can you get the potential of the halflings back from their colonizer.
2: I do not know how scientifically, mechanically, I'd be able to do that, but I will do my damnest to, to try.
3: We are not opposed to it, but like, we don't know whether, does, would murdering the God King like unleash it all? We don't know.
4: You don't know. That's exactly what Regret is asking you to do. Like as a t- take on the side quest.
2: I'm down, da- okay, I'm, I'm, you know what, I will try to do that for you. Also, cause, you know, it's that guy sucks.
4: hmm Thank you. Regret says.
2: Yeah, you know, and uh, helping out the moth doctors, you know, helping out the revolution in a small way. And they can help monitor your progress, maybe I'll, like, do Therapy. There's three halflings that y'all gonna be hanging out. That's, like, enough for group therapy.
4: Uh, so you reassure regret, and I think that went about as well as the halfling...
2: We didn't kill all of them!
4: Um, in the distance, you see, uh, the suburbs, and this it's a gated community, so there's uh, people outside, uh, who are, you know, have to see you coming back. Um, and when you do, you see, um... So the path of the joining has a symbol. We've discussed it before. Uh, Conrad drew it once. It's a kind of a stylized genital situation. It's classy.
1: <laughs>
4: it's very classy. <laughs> um, but basically, you see that there are some. There's some like symbolism. Like there are flags put up of this. Some of these people have like little patches. Like oh, s- while you while you were gone, things have been progressing here.
2: They seemed intense.
4: Well, you roll up to the gates, and uh, a Terek guard greets you and says, "Like, oh, welcome back. Is uh, is Father Corton aboard? Can we see the Prophet?"
2: I'm just gonna look at Vendras. Uh, well,
3: when we talked about this before, was it Ascension? Was the sort of way that Um Varim was gonna pitch this that that Corton had ascended?
1: Yeah, yeah, something of that nature had you know gone on to you know some you know. Other place to spread love or but no longer on this earth, like another realm.
3: He's ascended. Yes. Okay. I I think I think Vindros will put it this way. Um look, there will be a time to 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 get into the proper details on this, to to celebrate and to commiserate and to feel the many things that we're going to feel. Um Corton has moved on because there are other parts of existence that require his help more than us. He has spread his he has spread his message, and he has found followers, and he has found people who are able to carry his word. And there are places that don't have his word yet that Need him more. So.
4: Alright, Vindros, roll deception.
3: Oh, deception. Do I get any kind of advantage because of goodwill that we already have with this lot? Uh,
4: sure. Sure. Okay. The people know you. Yeah. You're the prophet's artist, at least. The people. If not, like, uh, you know, the Peter or Paul figure in this faith.
3: Oh, hmm. Do I have any way to give myself any kind of uh, bonus on this? Yes,
1: you do. Vareen can give you a point of bardic, or a d6 of bardic inspiration. Uh,
3: pl- please do.
1: All right, so that's a 13.
3: Yeah, 13 is not great, but it's above average.
4: Yeah, so I think the way I'm visualizing this is vindrasha giving this speech about Cortana ascending, and the guard looks skeptical and... Um, like on edge, and then behind you, Vereen, you have the um, the lute, mm-hmm. right, with the little face yeah. on it—the very powerful magical one. Do you just give it a little cheeky strum, and Vindross's speech just becomes magically slightly more convincing? Yeah. All right, you just give it a, a little, a little sneaky pluck, and the guard, uh, rather than uh, raising an alarm, says, "Oh, wow, this is going to change everything. We have to take you. We have to take you to." The occluded father, right away.
1: The uh, who?
3: Yeah. Have the we occluded father? Have we heard anything about the occluded father
1: before? <laughs> the
2: who? Uh oh.
4: While you were gone, uh, some things have changed. It seems that way.
2: Oh my god! Are we gonna have to like Jesus up in there and flip tables?
4: Uh, so the gates open and you are allowed to park the Thriller Bark, but uh, Tarek, come bark, out. Bark. Huh? I said park, 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 but Tarek come out with like spears, guards of this place. And they're like escorting you, uh, not, not threateningly, but with, with authority, uh, to, uh, one of the houses in this place, which has undergone some radical changes. Um, it's covered in like knockoff Vindross art, like people trying to like oh. bite your style. <laughs> Um, and it's like they have like took took out the boring glass windows and tried to put in like stained glass ones. It's all very slapdash. You were only gone for like a week, uh, but they've like they're trying to like kick this up to the next level, and they've made like a little temple out of someone's suburban house. Oh wow! Um, and you were led inside, and there are you can immediately hear like people like chanting and praying around this <laughs> inside this house.
2: Uh oh.
4: And you are led into the dining room with a long table, which has uh, seated the inner sewing circle, the leaders of the path of the joining, including Weaver, Staples, uh, Young, uh, Effort, um, and Zur. And Dwayne? No, you actually don't see Dwayne.
2: <laughs> Where's the bumble sloth then?
4: And at the head Austin, of the table, did you
2: kill the sloth? if you would never?
4: And at the head of the table is the person who has kind of filled the leadership vacuum in Corton's absence. Who else but Corton Jr.?
2: Oh my god, that's not what I was expecting. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
3: That's someone we've got to get under um Uh-oh. under control. <laughs> ah